This is Melancholy Geek, episode 10, a voice that can light up a room. Thoughts and Opinions in a Geek with Depression. My name is Preston, and I'm back after a little bit of a hiatus, which is basically tied to me moving. Yay, move. Not so much. Um, But yeah, so I had to move. Well, I didn't have to move. I decided to move because of my work moving. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this. Uh, so I did so, and here I am. Granted, I moved three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Um, but for me, moving is a very, very difficult thing, so it took me a while to get back into the mindset to do this. Because moving is like the... Is, is, it's hard to hard to explain, but essentially moving puts a number of things together that that just basically feeds my depression issues. So, but with the help of some great people, family and friends, I guess mainly considered family. I got through it. However, uh, it's a new place, it's a new atmosphere, and work still hasn't moved. So, uh, depression has still been making making uh, my life difficult, even though I was doing pretty well before I moved in that department. Not great, obviously, but pretty well. Yeah, it's... I don't know, it's hard to... It's hard to explain. Obviously, I mentioned that already. But... It's... It's still... I'm still coming into it. Like, I'm still getting used to the place, the area, the feel. You know, waking up in the morning and seeing something that I'm not as used to. Know, the previous place I was there for four years and I'm, I guess I've just been just feeling down again and I've definitely been feeling lonely more so than usual and that might be part of it that's that's it that makes that makes this whole thing difficult So, there you go. Granted, it hasn't been all bad. Place has its perks. Feels feels bigger. Don't know if it is bigger, but it's more open. The appliances are newer, which is always great. So that's a thing. Um, get a little bit more of a commute clearly because I moved 
<laughs> on the other end of town because work was moving on the other end of town and that hasn't happened yet uh, so I have to get the bus there was a period of time where a colleague was who lives in this area was able to give me a ride so it was great but now I'm currently back to having the bus so that's awesome yeah yeah it's it is what it is it's it's a thing yeah, yeah the loneliness has been probably the hardest part of this so just here by myself and I don't know but anyway let's move past this for now Let's talk about some interesting things. You would think I'd have a lot more to talk about or that I can choose from, considering it's been four, you know, three or four weeks since I've did this, but I actually couldn't find much. So maybe it's just maybe that's part of the reason why I haven't spoke. However, oddly enough, with the help of my niece, I chose the next thing. So previous episode I did have uh, some discussion about virtual reality which is basically being immersed into a different reality uh, usually used for video games but has a lot of uh, a lot of other possibilities that would be useful most recently <laughs> it uh, something came out which really pushed towards one of those other options which is uh, basically training in this case a training simulation to help new employees <laughs> and they released a video of it and I watched it in full um, two nights ago <laughs> and it's for KFC so it was very interesting because what it does is it, it walks the person through the five steps for making KFC chicken which are inspecting rinsing breading racking and pressure fine Yeah, this kind of sounds boring, doesn't it? No, yeah, yeah, it really wasn't because the whole simulation is not a simulated KFC. No, no, it's not that at all. It's a simulation where you're almost in a you're in a room, but you can't leave the, until you've successfully gone through this training. The room itself is in a very steampunkish atmosphere, very akin to the uh, game Bioshock, which I may not have clicked in until someone made the reference when I was reading the article, but it's very, very accurate. 
So it, it's like all of these steps are shown through like ro like steampunkish robotic actions where like the the inspection happens because the uh, like this area comes out through the floor and uh, brings out the chicken and you have to you you have to through the simulation and like controllers that you have with most of these simulations you have to pick up the chicken and inspect it and look at it and then put it in the bin and of course there's one there that that is you know not actually chicken it was a plush or not a plush but like a squeaky toy kind of funny uh and then uh what was the next step oh, well the next step is rinsing so you know you just basically in this bin is water so you just put it down to the water and then you just you know shake it off uh, but for the breading like a robot with hands you know very basic robots like just hands but it comes out of the wall and comes down and you know starts showing you things and what you need to do and you follow through and then another thing comes out of there so allow you to rack it and you rack it up and then uh, you turn to the side and uh, a fryer comes out of the side that you got to use right so it was very immense and it's, it's I think it's a good idea to do it this way, which makes you almost, it, it immerses you in. So the employee would pay attention and not just be like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm in, I'm just looking at what I'd be looking at if I would just be <laughs> out and doing whatever. So, but yeah, it's uh, it was definitely an interesting video. Not, not, not what I would have expected somebody to use uh, a training video for. But, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what people think, to see if it's helpful. Uh, it's definitely intriguing. I, I found it interesting. So, um, it's one of the only other things of interest I found this week, recently, is the is that they are working on which I guess this would not, not really come to a surprise to anybody but they are working on a standaloid 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 uh, standalone movie Star Wars movie which of course they're doing you know they got Han Solo and Orcs and you know they did Rogue One uh, but they're working on an Obi-Wan movie so that's fun. Uh, Obi-Wan is definitely a character I think that people are a fan of from the originals, clearly. Uh, but I think even for the people that didn't like the prequels, I think Obi-Wan's character was one of the things they did like. I certainly did. It's a good role. Um, current director is rumored to be Stephen uh, Daltrey who never heard of not seen anything by him uh, never even heard of most of the things that I've, I've gone through uh, but recently he's been working on Netflix series called The Crown which I've heard good reviews about nothing particularly 
I would be interested in. Nothing that I've read indicated uh, any cast decisions, so who's going to play in the movie at all. However, Hewan McGregor has reportedly said on a number of occasions that he would very much be interested in portraying the role again. And considering the circumstances of when he last played the role and where he is now, like the age range would be good for doing a movie from the period of time between the last of the prequels and the, you know, episode four. So I think, I think it's just well to do human right here. There's no reason not to. We'll see. Right, it's still like I said, it's still in the early stages. I'm sure all the people that are are working on it would would consider him. Probably already have. So see how that goes. Uh not a whole lot of else popped out at me this week, the last couple of weeks. Um Gamescom happened uh gamescom is a convention in germany uh pretty big especially in the world um and europe uh a lot of blizzard things happened there it went to, uh, another thing that it pushed on gamescom is once again how good the cinematics by blizzard are like they are fully on par with how good the cinematic uh, movies that Pixar does, and they put out a a short for uh, May, which is a character from Overwatch. But they also kind of unexpectedly put out a short for Hearthstone, kind of putting some storyline in there, and uh, it was very fun and. And, and playful uh, which that's Hearthstone but it was kind of pushed to m- even more on the on the side of Pixar where it was you know almost pushed towards more of a, a child like feel yeah sure but that's probably true but I, I thought it was, it was still really really interesting had some really fun, laughable moments. But it, it just re reaffirmed what a lot of people have been saying for some time, and that's they need to start making, just making stories, making movies, or whatever they want to do to, to tie to their whatever. Because they can do it, without question. Uh, some other interesting things started off in Clone, so um, the... Xbox One X got uh, got confirmed and shown off a little bit of the, a launch system. Uh, that's tempting, but I didn't end up getting it. Uh, but pre-orders went out up for that uh, last Sunday. 
and apparently from what I'm hearing, what I've read, it's one of the fastest um, launch uh, pre-orders, like the, the most pre-orders in the amount of time for a launch of a console for Xbox. So that's pretty fun. And the pre-orders went up for the SNES Classic, which I was actually surprised that they ended up doing and only lucked into getting mine because um, they went up in the middle of the morning at a lot of uh, the main websites and then went live like the following day at 2.30 my local time <laughs> so that's like 1, 1 p.m. Eastern and I just happened to go down to my local store as I tend to do during the day and saw that they were you know doing something and then I clued in after some of the people the customers were speaking so I got mine so that's fun yeah so and one of the reasons why I haven't had a whole lot of I guess motivation to do this in the last couple of weeks outside of the depression being a horrible 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 thing is I didn't really know what to talk about in the main sense um, but since it's something I've been looking into and I don't even may have mentioned briefly on this I decided to have a little little talk about home automation so, so, so I guess the concept of home automation is probably not too vague to people like the term itself pretty much speaks for itself um, but what it's ended up becoming, you know, compared to, say, the what you would expect from the Jetsons or or what's happened in the Star Trek universe or you know that kind of thing, um, it, it's mostly everything we have right now. So the items and appliances and whatnot that that are currently in the market those are not that much different but they all seem to be becoming connected so connected via bluetooth connected via wi-fi connected to the internet what this allows is um is a lot of more interaction and control that we didn't have before. So most of these things also fall into the home automation, home automation category, but they also fall into a subcategory, which is commonly referred to Internet of Things or IoT. So the for short for these devices, because there's a lot of things. Uh, in IoT, which maybe not be considered home automation. There's a lot of things. Uh, 
So, some examples of these devices. You have light bulbs, thermostats, deadbolts, door locks, doorbells, security cameras. Those those are ones that are just off the top of my head. Um, I've seen uh, like ovens, table like countertop ovens. Um, what else did I see? Uh, copy makers, even. Um, you know, so that gives you an idea. Like there are a lot of home-based items that have that. Now the big thing in the last year or so is not just that they're connected to Wi-Fi or, or Bluetooth and have a little bit of control uh, through an app or or what so have you, is that they have started to have these interactions pushed through to all the voice assistants. Now this is adds a lot of fun to it because voice assistants are not necessarily great for a lot of their interactions because they're still becoming what they're, you know, they're still growing, but they're becoming a bigger thing throughout the world. Amazon has been huge, because I mentioned this before, their devices, their Echo standalone devices are doing really well where they're available. Uh, Google launched their own as well, and Apple's going to be launching theirs later this year. So what's, you know, bearing in mind what they're able to do by themselves, and you can have a whole other discussion on, on how good they are not, you add this to the voice assistant that's built into the smartphone, which most people have access to, and then you connect that to these home, home automation devices and you have a whole lot more. So what's f what that does is that you basically say whatever you, you know, you trigger whatever device you have, you know, whatever voice assistant, and then you tell it what you want your devices to do. And that's where it's getting very interesting. So I the main thing that I've heard about in this field is the, specifically, is the light bulbs. And that was, the main ones I've heard about for the light bulbs are the Philips Hue. So this is the particular brand that a lot of the uh, tech folks that I, I pay attention to have been using. So it was in my head, it was a thought, um, but I didn't jump at it until I happen to find one at 25% off. So like a starter kit. So the starter kit had uh, the base station that's used to connect all the devices to you know, Wi-Fi and allow you to control them. And three, three light bulbs which are fully dimmable and have a very full range of color. So a number of different white balances and pretty much any color range that you can think of. 
So I picked that up and I set them up and put them together. And, and I was quite actually happy with it. And also, after doing some further research, these bulbs are slated to last like 20 years. And considering the investment is actually pretty reasonable. Now, I really don't need a full color spectrum myself, so when I went out to add to the starter kit, I just got the base bulbs that had fully dimmable white, you know, your basic color. And that was only $15. $15 for a light bulb that will last 20 years and is Wi-Fi connected, and you can turn on and off with your voice. It's fun. So on top of all that, which, you know, so what I have done, it's funny, I moved, and I'm, I'm missing one light bulb, and it's still bugging me. So I have them all set up and configured to where they are. So this allows me to quickly say, hey, turn on the lights in whatever room, and they all come on. Or dim the lights in the room to half, and they dim down 50%. Or to the rooms that have the colored bulbs, I can tell it to change the color in the living room to green. And all those, you know, the lights with color in there will turn green. So it's pretty fun um, and convenient because, like, if I have, once it's all set up properly, you know, you don't have to think about it necessarily. Because you can set it to automatically know that okay, Preston has left his house, so let's ensure that all the lights are off. Or, it's late at night, so let's turn off all the lights. Or, I can set up a key phrase that will turn off everything, you know, a series of things. So it's, it's pretty crazy. So, I've been actually pretty pleased with it. If uh, I definitely ever need any more light bulbs, I'm going to be keeping with that system. I'll probably have to buy another one if I can't find my last one. Because that uh, <laughs> it's really bothering me. Needless to say, I still have some boxes to go through for my move. I really should do it. We'll see. Um, so the next thing that I'm considering is a smart lock. And the one I'm thinking about is a smart lock from the company August. It's certainly been reviewed really well. And since it became compatible with like all the voice assistants and, you know, Apple specifically for myself, it, it's a good option. Now, what I like about the August one is that it only replaces the back half of the, the deadbolt for my front door. Now, this is great for myself because I'm, I rent an apartment, so I have no, you know, I don't, you know, I don't, you know, I don't need to change the lock. So the same key that would unlock the door will continue to unlock the door. So my, my landlords will still have you know, access as they should, you know, with, you know, 
in their normal situations, uh, which is great. Um, once, you know, if I decide to actually get that, I'll uh, and I'll install it pretty easily. It uses four AA batteries. It's the only downfall I really found from it because I don't use batteries anymore. Um, but once it's connected by default, it connects to you know the services to through Bluetooth. And once I come into a range, if I had a, you know set up a certain way, it um, it will unlock. So that's it. I get home, it unlocks. And then I can have it set so you know after I open the door and close it, it locks again. Which is pretty fun. So it's in, in, you know, and if for some reason it didn't lock, or you know, I'm in the house and somebody's coming over, I can just use the voice command to tell it to unlock. So it's it's pretty useful. Um, with an additional accessory, uh, I can connect it to the internet, which is kind of fun. So if I have to be maybe at work or or whatever, then I, and you know, if someone has to come by to pick up something, a friend or, or family need to come by to get anything, then there it is, right? I can just unlock the door from from work quickly. So there are definitely a lot of options. Um, it's it's pretty fun. So you know stuff like that, and then you know you can get like a smart thermostat where you can tie in with everything that knows when you left, so it can turn down the heat a little bit, and recognizes when you're coming home, so it turn up the heat again. It's an interesting uh, product line. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that works. So what are your thoughts on these things? Is it something you've taken a dive into? Uh, is it something that intrigues you? Is it something that terrifies you? Um, which is understandable. Because it's people, it's the way they think. Um, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear from anybody. I'm 10 episodes in. And I still haven't gotten any correspondence. And I know there's some people listening. It's not that. So. Anyway. So. If you do, if you are listening, um, I, I still. I still want to hear from you. So, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, melancholy underscore geek on Twitter. Uh, go straight to. Do the Facebook page, uh, melancholygeek.com. Just send me a direct email, mail at prestomarsh.com. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Tell me what you would like to hear. Critique? Sure. Go crazy. Um, subscribe if you're enjoying this. Right. If you just happen to randomly come across this, across this through Facebook, or you happen to listen to something else that has redirected you here, if you like what you're hearing, subscribe. Right. That'd be great. That means that uh, 
you know, when the issues occur and I go on hiatus, that when I come back, you're you're not going to miss out. You know, if you're enjoying this, obviously. If you're not enjoying it, then that's all I can do. So, do all that. Don't do all that. This is all up to you. I'm looking into what I'm going to talk about next week. Hopefully I'll find some stuff. And, uh, I don't know. I've been thinking about doing some guest stuff, but that I get really still sort out the the logistics for that Uh, same room or call them via Skype or whatever. But I'll work that out. I don't even know if anybody's interested in that, right? It's a hard, hard thing to find. So, but we'll see. Sort it out. Maybe no one will want to even come on. But I won't know until I try. So, see what happens. And we'll go from that point. Yep. Anyway, so again, that's all for me. Um, Melancholy underscore geek. That's at Twitter. Melancholy geek.com that goes straight to the Facebook page feel free to comment, feel free to like feel free to tell me what you think and uh, send me an email mail at prestonmarsh.com and uh, give me your feedback it's a Monday morning so I'm going to go crazy get back to work hopefully you guys have a good day later Thank you.